1: And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Would be a lot of fun if we still yeah. had an NFL team because... Tony and I were just discussing the Chargers have done such a Charger like thing here by letting Mike Williams play last week, and now he's out for the playoff game. How often do you miss not being able to write fun stuff about the NFL?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I really don't miss it at all, but it's completely selfish um, because the NFL, the access is is you know so restricted, and you know you got the same four cameras and six people with tape recorders and standing around Philip Rivers locker, dicing up the same six quotes and trying to all provide something unique out of that. Um, It's just, I've always preferred baseball. You know, you've got clubhouse access before and after games, you can get one-on-ones, you can talk to people, you can have conversations that have substance, uh, which selfishly is uh, helps everyone do the job better. So I just, I miss all the trimmings that weren't good trimmings related to the NFL. Fair enough,
3: Bryce. You um, last week um, were really the first one to kind of dive into the whole Trevor Bauer situation as he mm-hmm. as news broke that he was uh, he was going to be released. Um, you 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 seem pretty confident in, in your article that it wasn't going to happen here. Uh, I guess the question is, what made you so confident?
2: Well, I, I had a graph in the column that said it. I talked to somebody who absolutely knew, uh, whether or not that would happen and it wasn't going to happen. It was a non-starter. Um, it was a fact when I wrote the column. I, I wrote opinion around that fact, but, um, it, 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 it was just one of those things we wanted to check in and see what the temperature was in the front office in, in terms of Bauer. I mean, on one hand, um, you know, I, it's, it's, <laughs> borderline funny to think that the Padres could have thrown Bauer against the Dodgers as the Dodgers pay, you know, 22 million plus for him. (laughs) Yeah, If they were beating, beating the Dodgers with Bauer, who the Dodgers paid for, but there, but uh, there's nothing funny about all the other aspects of why he's in the situation and why this discussion is complicated for some people and a no brainer for others. Um, the, the re- got a ton of reaction. I, I know it got on our website. You know, I think in the first, I don't even know how many hours. You know, close to twenty thousand people read wow. it. uh Yeah, it was a it, what what it told me. It, it wasn't the quality of writing. We could start there, but it was topically. It's it's something a lot of people wondered about. Or you know, wh- you know what were the options across baseball? But but here for us in this market, it was would the Padres ever consider him and. They didn't, and
1: then they won't. Bryce Miller is with us from the San Diego Union-Tribune. And, Bryce, uh, let's stay with the Padres for a second. Tony and I have been a little, I, I don't want to say surprised, because we deal with the with the public at large on a daily basis, as do you, folks who read your uh, columns. But I'm a little surprised at the fact that there's, a, there's a, a faction, at least out there, of people who seem to think that the Padres offseason has been...
3: What was the worst, sh- Gravy? What was the word that my man they, used?
1: What did they... De- in the Padres' pen pals? Yeah. Lack-luster. lackluster. Lackluster. And it's been a lackluster offseason for the Padres. And I, I don't know, maybe you feel similar, but it, Tony and I are looking at this roster and we're saying, you know, my goodness, you've got... You added Xander Bogarts, uh, who's one of the huge names in the free agent market. Uh, you've lost some players. Uh, maybe the depth isn't quite what it was at the end of last season at the beginning of this season but the star power that the San Diego Padre team has should seemingly delight people out there do you get the sense that people are delighted and they're just not coming to our program or do you honestly think that there's there's any reason that people should be disappointed at what the Padres have not done since the end of last year
2: well, there's no doubt that the reason they're not coming to the program is that jerk uh, Scraggy. That <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a but, but, <laughs> hang on, hang on, So that he can that. <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies as harassment, um, but you know i don't get it uh i got some of that feeling from some fans too but you never it's really hard to get like twitter's the worst at gauging. Yeah. is it a vocal minority is this really the pulse of things on across the fan base you never quite know um but but my personal thought is it's almost like people both underestimate and forget that they signed robert suarez and nick Martinez. right it, it i mean right at the beginning start there the, I, I think the average fan is probably thinking oh, they were on the team last year, they're on the team next year. That's a net zero. Well, there was no guarantee they were coming back. They had to extend and spend a lot of money on Robert Suarez uh, because we saw in the playoffs what his potential is, what his ceiling might be. Um, But they had to go out and spend that money and do that work. There was no guarantee those guys were coming back. Uh, One of the biggest surprises of the offseason, they went out and got Bogarts. Um, They got Seth Lugo. They They've balanced righty-lefty DH bats with Carpenter and and Nelson Cruz, even though Carpenter can hit lefties. But, you know, if this is, you know, what it looks like heading into the season, that gives them options and balance. Um, You know, it lengthens the lineup. Um, You know, if they only got Xander Bogarts in this offseason, I think it's just, you know, a fairly successful offseason because you're clearly better because of him but they're better because they got Robert Suarez back. They're probably better because they got Nick Martinez back between Carpenter and Cruz. One guy doesn't have to carry all the water. Uh, you, you've doubled your opportunities. You've given yourself lineup options. You've, you've, you've added depth there. Seth Lugo, who knows if he's a four or five guy in the rotation. Can he be consistent? Can he pitch enough innings? We don't know, but he probably helps. Um, so I don't, I don't get it. I thought they, I thought they did a lot in this off season. And the other thing is, I don't think you can, you know, what more effort do people want out of Preller in the front office when they went out and tried to get Trey Turner and, yeah. according to reports, Aaron Judge. The effort and the spend was there, um, and what they did get, I think they got better in a lot of ways. So, no, I don't get that perception at all.
3: Bryce Miller joins us here, San Diego Union-Tribune, on the premier Chevrolet of Carl's Bad fat hotline. And, Bryce, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. Matter of fact, I don't know. This might be the first ever on the show. You wrote a column today about uh, USD and their basketball program. Yeah. He's the- not
1: kidding, <laughs> He refuses to talk about the Toreros most days.
3: <laughs> Steve Lavin yeah. taking over at, takes over at the helm there. Um, a new launch, obviously, uh, Steve Lamp has done some some pretty big things in college basketball, trying to get this USD program back on the right track. Just talk a little bit about um, his hiring, where this uh, program is at as we speak, and where it plans to go.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to you know I wrote about him, did a big takeout when he was when they uh, when they signed him, um, did something before the season, and uh, you know kind of mid season point, I wanted to check in with him. They were eight and 10 at the point he and I talked after BYU, but they're nine and 10 after they beat Pepperdine. Um, It's just a huge lift. And I just think he's a fascinating story to kind of continue to follow because he's been to the NCAA tournament eight times. You know, he's been to the elite eight. He's coached in two power five conferences, UCLA and St. John's. And it's just one of those where, um, And then in between those two job stops, he had seven years on national TV as an analyst. Uh, So he knows every – he's succeeded at the top levels in this country. He knows every coach in the game because of the TV time. And he ends up at USD, ends up in the West Coast Conference, which is interesting to me because once you get past Gonzaga and many seasons St. Mary's and some seasons San Francisco, it kind of falls off the cliff in terms of national – uh, knowledge of that league i mean it's it's just that he took the job that he wanted to try to build a winner here they haven't been to the ncaa tournament since 2008 they've got one ncaa tournament win in the history of the program um, it's a big climb ahead of him um, but as he told me they they brought in 12 new players in the first 12 weeks he thinks next spring and summer they can bring in seven to nine more players it's a complete overhaul in the first year and a half in terms of what they'll look like, you know, what personnel and, and go from there. they got a lot of transfers. they got a Stanford guy. They've got an Oregon guy. He's really in these earliest stages of trying to fit those pieces together. But if he can find a way to win here, if they're patient enough with him and if he can put the right pieces together, they haven't been able to ever do that consistently uh, at USD, although they've had some high points Uh, and, and can he be the guy a national name to do it? This is
1: for you, Tony. Did you mention to Steve Lavin that uh, the last time the Aztecs won an NCAA tournament game, he was the coach on the other sidelines? <laughs> uh, that's that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. I just threw that in for you, yeah, Tony, a little pro-Aztec <laughs> comment. Uh, Bryce Miller is I with did. us from the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bryce, how was the national championship drubbing? Georgia and fantastic. ECU. Fantastic. Was, it, just, it, was, it, was fantastic. it everything you cracked up to be? I mean... I, my biggest here, here. question is whether or not a TCU loss makes it bad for the little guy out there because the perception is that the little guy just can't compete.
2: Yeah, maybe a little. This was a, a time that really, it's funny to say the little guy coming from the Big 12, but I get your point because that's 100% the perception. Yeah. It's not even about conferences in some cases. It's about what your resume been. Are you in that bigger conversation? And TCU absolutely wasn't. They, they had a losing record the year before. Um, so they were a good story, but I think you're, you're right about the little guy conversation. People hope they could compete, be in that game. And they absolutely weren't, you know, after it was ten seven, it was over very, very quickly. The only reason I said it was fantastic again, the, just another element of this interview where I explain how selfish I am. Um, but <laughs> when you can start writing a game on deadline in the first quarter, and <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you're not going to have to sc- scrap and destroy it. You know, it, Nine thirty at night and when you uh know that whatever you're writing you can be done basically framing things by the third quarter that's a perfect night um but yeah that's it was interesting to me the head-to-head too you know Stetson Bennett was you know Heisman finalist and and so was uh, Max Duggan and clearly that was Bennett's night uh he was he looked incredible the entire game. So if you kept watching, you were watching to just see the level that he was playing at. You you weren't watching because there was drama because that was gone almost immediately.
3: Bryce, last one for me before we let you get out of here, and we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to the Padres. Um, obviously, s- still possible moves out there. It, it sounds like uh, Hassan Kim may be a, a target of some teams. Uh, do you think the Padres, do you think A.J. Preller gets something done else done before we get to spring training? Or or do you think he kind of sees where these pieces fit and then make a move accordingly?
2: Yeah, you just can't rule out him, you know, the gear still turning, you know. He, he uses every minute on the shot clock, every second on the shot clock to make that team better, or at least in his mind, try to make that team better remember how late the signings of you know Machado and Hosmer you're you're basically we're at spring training at that point Peoria was already up and running um so he he goes he goes wire to wire in terms of trying to look at every angle um you know it's interesting the names you hear the most are you know Hassan Kim Jake Cronenworth I I can't imagine they would do something where they would lose both those guys but yeah absolutely they're looking at every combination possible because that's how his mind works um so just his kind of relentlessness and past big signings that came, you know, in the spring, you know, as you know, heading to the spring uh, when Peoria was up and running, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's still another move coming.
1: Bryce Miller all Prob- friends- probably
2: probably related to pitching. Well, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. If that happens at all, Bryce, thanks so much for the time and thanks so much for your. Uh, your crack on Scraby, that was uh, that made my day.
3: That'll last us at least a month.
1: <laughs> it, it will. We'll be going over that uh, for a while. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. As always, always fun to read your stuff in the paper, which I do every morning when you write. And uh, yes, I am one of the the proud that still gets the paper every single day. And I, part of the reason is because of you. So thanks, Bryce. Appreciate well, you're, it.
2: Yeah, you're the man. And both of you, I you have my absolute uh, respect that you. You know, day after day, again deal with that jerk, Screevy. <laughs>
0: I knew that. I knew it. I knew it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Bryce. So yeah. All right, it. guys. Yeah. Yep. Good
1: move by Bryce Miller. We he, he talked about how selfish he was. He might have just been saying that so that Screevy doesn't call him ever again to come on the show. You never know. I, uh, I think the, he enjoys coming on the show. He does enjoy coming on the show, and we enjoy having him. So. Uh, Fun to have Bryce uh, to wrap up our first hour together. Hour number two includes the Daily Gambit and our uh, close up look at the AFC wild card uh, matchups. We'll have some of that for you. Also, coming up in the three o'clock hour is our Friday countdown, which is going to focus on the top five sports blowouts of all time. So, a lot coming your way. Stick around for all that. Bryce Miller. Very fun, very informative. And uh, I'm going to break even though we're not time yet to break. I was just about so to say. I'm trying to stretch out my sentence uh, as long as just, I possibly can. Just save the, money the just, right just, way. Oh. I could say that. Yes. Uh, Bryce Miller was brought to us by the, uh, the uh, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. You can save money the right way. That's where Scraby was coming from there. Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Autumn Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. I think it's
3: important for us to remind everybody. Yes, with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we do have mm-hmm. a new overtime rule. Oh yes, there we was do. a lot of complaining last year after the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Was it the Buffalo Bills ended up losing because they let Patrick Mahomes get the ball first, or they yeah, won the got co- a touchdown? You got a touchdown.
1: Yeah, now if you get a touchdown, the other team gets a chance to match. So. So then, and then the, what after, so then if after, they match.
3: Right, so then after this year we'll be complaining about them being allowed to match in the game just I mean keeps at going. some
1: point you've got to end <laughs> the game. You can't just keep matching all day long. Oh we'll see what man. They do. All right, uh, more playoff coverage, Daily Gambit stuff, Gwen and Chris, hour number 2 next.
4: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com?